0: So hello, hello, hello! Welcome to a brand new Soul Talks with the first Soul Talks with in this second season of it. Um, thank you to my past guests, all of you. You are kind of like the foundation for this this series. Today I am so excited! It's Mother's Day, and I get to have my first born son. On the talk, yes, we're going to be talking with Akaniene, my son, and um, the same questions. He's not heard them before. He's going to be answering them cold. And but he's just he just thinks very differently. So I'm looking forward to hear his responses. I'm looking forward to hearing rather his responses to the questions. And I hope you are too. And I hope you stick around. We will be right back after this um, song. You know I like to put a song in in between. So enjoy this song. Let it warm your heart. Let it encourage you. We are not alone. God is with us. He's fighting for us. He is our confidence. And after the song, Ak and I will be right here to talk with you. Be right back. Woohoo! FBS is here, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yes. I am happy to let you know that Akan, My firstborn son is on the line. Welcome, Manika. Uh, welcome, Akan. Sorry.
1: Wow. <laughs> Off to a great start. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know me mixing up my children's names from time in Mo River. How are you doing? I'm doing
1: great, thank you.
0: Great. Thank, thanks for agreeing to join me on the, on the on this Soul Talks with. This is very special. Um, I, th- I think it's just On a... Mother's Day Yeah, it's special on Mother's Day, right? So ladies and gentlemen Like I had said before Today I'm having my firstborn son Akaniyene on the Soul Talks with, with me And as we have done in the past I'll be asking him some questions And then he will be answering um, So AK, are you ready? Can we start?
1: Yes, I'm ready, let's go
0: okay great stuff so like i like to ask all my listeners first of all as a show of care tell us how are you feeling today on a scale of one to ten with one being oh my gosh covid 19 be gone already i can't take it anymore and 10 being no no actually it's cool i'm thriving through this i'm making the best of it and um yes let the days be shortened but I'm, i'm okay tell us how are you feeling
1: I'd say I'm a comfortable nine.
0: Hmm. Okay, tell us why.
1: Um, so I I prefer being indoors and being able to work from home and having control over my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes the thing that takes away my time control is having to meet other people in mm-hmm. other places. Um, mm-hmm. And, and so being indoors or everyone having to be indoors has now created this weird space where time isn't as strict anymore for anything.
2: Mm-hmm. People
1: are far more flexible because in general, I feel like people have more time.
0: Yeah. And
1: so that that's the first, the first reason. I feel like I've just been more productive and I've been able to get more done.
0: Yeah, indeed. I, I feel you on that. I feel kind of like the same way okay thanks for sharing that um so let's go into the salt talks with uh, the core questions now so i know some people are listening and apart from you being my son they don't really know a whole lot about you so do you want to tell us a bit about who who is Akan nelson
1: <laughs> sure uh, when i'm asked this question i like to so i i identify first mm-hmm. and foremost as as a spiritual being in a physical body, right? So Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. some people, their identity is centered in their gender or in their nationality um, or, you know, somewhere else. Mind-centered in that I'm a spiritual being, I'm Mm -hmm. the son of God. That's Mm -hmm. where it's centered. Um, But that said, I, I think... The next thing I I really think about when I think about myself is I think of my passions. So I'm passionate really about two broad things. The first thing is Africa. Uh, I think this continent has, and the people in it, have a lot of potential to be more and to do more and to achieve more than we currently have. Um, And I'm, I'm really passionate about being a part of that of that journey that uh, our collective journey here in Africa and in African countries. Um, the second thing I'm really passionate about is creating new things, creative arts in general. Mm -hmm. And the whole suite from, I think at various points in my life, I've done acting, dancing, art, writing, Mm -hmm. poetry. Mm -hmm. Um, and more, most recently I think that creative element in me is manifesting itself in entrepreneurship. Um, yeah so i have a startup mm-hmm. um, called evolve credit and we're building the largest database of loans in nigeria where, so you can find and compare loans um online at evolvecreditcom that's great
0: great um are you done is that is that work? yes yes You're, great stuff Thank you, you know, wearing my mommy hat. I'm really proud of you, but let me just keep on my salt talks with hats on. Great stuff. So, you know, um, so we're all sheltering in the home, trying to stay safe, trying to keep COVID-19 out of our homes and our families. And everybody's trying to um, have a, a day where they're making the best of the days as they as as they have it. So tell us for you, what is your typical day like? How do you do from am to pm, being um, sheltered in the home the way we all are?
1: Okay, so I'll I'd say on most days I'm awake between I I'm, I'm awake sometime between five thirty and six. 30 Mm -hmm. that's that's usually around when i wake up um Mm -hmm. if i'm following my typical standard schedule i wake up brush my teeth and then i'll i'll pray in the morning um uh, the prayer i do uh, it's it's a general prayer for for protection Mm -hmm. um and um and a set of affirmations about who I am in Christ and, mm-hmm. and my identity in God um, and then I will typically meditate um, sometimes in the morning, sometimes I do this at night but I'll typically meditate for about at least 30 minutes mm. um, and my meditation is just me sitting, I just sit cross-legged and close mm-hmm. my eyes and breathe
2: mm-hmm. and
1: center myself and then when I'm done with that I um, And this is so I I might take a shower. So this is where it's flexible. I might take a shower. Mm -hmm. Um or I'll call my girlfriend and then we have a prayer that we do together in the morning. So we pray (laughs) in the morning and then I'll shower. (laughs) And then Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It just warms Um, my heart. You know. Okay, go
0: ahead, go ahead. Yeah.
1: And and no, then um you so usually I've started my day by nine, right? Mm -hmm. And and I'm working, I'm working pretty much all the way through. So the first thing I'll do when I start working is I'll just do a, either on paper or on my computer, just outline all the things I need to get done in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I usually pick the most important ones to, to start off with. My day usually looks like me sitting at my desk all day. Yeah. Cranking out tasks, um, scheduling meetings with potential investors, checking up with my team, reviewing mm-hmm. things, giving feedback, um, basically running running the team. That's what it looks like all day. And it goes all day like that from 9 until midnight. Um, wow. And, I mean, so sometimes, usually, if I'm going to take a break, it will usually be either... Like a break around noon or 1pm to eat and then nap Mm -hmm. for like 30 minutes to an hour
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I usually take a second break around I I usually take a second break at 11pm to pray so I actually pray from 11 Mm -hmm. to 12 again Um, and then talk to my girlfriend from like midnight to 1 talk to Jessica from midnight Mm -hmm. to 1 Mm-hmm. And then work a little bit, usually from from 1 130 whenever I get off the phone to around 3:30. So I don't I mean it's not the healthiest. I wouldn't encourage anyone to emulate <laughs> <I know. laughs> to emulate that schedule. I However, I will say that sometimes you know to move very quickly because our team we're executing very quickly and to move as fast as we do and as mm. fast as we are at evolvecredit.co you know we need to we need to do some unconventional things
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i really i i'm really excited about evolvecredit.co and i know you're working really hard to it and i I trust god that you know you guys will just begin to get into your zone very soon but things since you just ended on that do you want to tell us a little bit more because you started a bit You know, when you're talking about yourself, what exactly is EvolveCredit.co and why should people be excited to sign up for it? Right.
1: Um, So, what EvolveCredit.co is is that it is a web platform where you can go to find to find the best loan options in Nigeria. Read reviews about them. What you know, what's required for the loan. What the ter- like the terms of the loan, the interest rate, things like that. Um, compare different loans side by side to, to to determine which one is appropriate for you, and then go on to apply for for the loan that you pick. Right. Um, and for so sure. think about a essentially a marketplace for loan products. So we do not give out any loans,
0: uh, gotcha. okay.
1: but we collect information. About loan providers in Nigeria. There are over a thousand, between the money lenders, commercial banks, mm-hmm. microfinance banks, mobile lenders, there are over mm-hmm. a thousand, there are thousands of loan providers in Nigeria, and they all have wow. hundreds of thousands of products. Right now, if, any, if you wanted to get a loan, you'd probably either ask your friends where they've gotten mm-hmm. loans in the past, or you'd Google. And it can be mm-hmm. extremely overwhelming to figure out what the right option for you is. Exactly. and so this is this is somewhere to say hey come here see all the loan options in one place so you don't have to do the research yourself read mm-hmm. about them read expert reviews about them compare one loan against another loan um, and then make a decision and it's completely free all you have to do is register with with your name email and phone number and, and you have access um, and and so that's what we've been building Um wow and we went live on on Monday the 4th of May and so far the reception has been phenomenal we have over over 2 thousand 2500 people now registered um, on the platform that's in five days on average people are spending over six minutes per session on the site. So, so
2: wow you
1: know I, I don't want to get in too much into the details and the mm-hmm, stats mm-hmm. of it but but we're, we're, we're moving really well and it's adding value, getting great customer feedback. And mm-hmm. um, it's just, we're a small team for now, just four of us, um, myself, my co-founder, mm-hmm. and two others. Um, and um, we're really hoping that we can make the loan marketplace more transparent for yeah, consumers. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, so that people, people are making more educated decisions and more informed decisions
0: that's great I love that what you're doing at the end of the at the heart of it you're thinking of the people I think any great purpose is always about the people so well done you to you and your team and for sure you know that we're rooting for you and uh, I encourage our listeners to go check out um, check out your site it's, it's what's your site called now if they wanted to go there it's, right now or so they could this go
1: to evolvecredit.co. one word dot co Evolvecredit.co. Evolvecredit.seal
0: excellent excellent so guys there you have it once this talk is over go check it out and let these guys help you make informed decisions about what loans to take i mean in this covid 19 era i don't think it's something that we can we should be afraid of if you need the resources make sure you go out there and get all the information on the best one that fits for you so ek thank you so much for sharing um on on your startup for us and let's move on to the next question so tell us um, I know you said this kind of way of working suits you, but is there anything that you miss at all?
1: Uh, yes. So I used <laughs> I used to be very, or rather, more physically active. Um, uh. Specifically, I used to go to the I, I used to go to the gym every day for at least mm-hmm. thirty minutes to lift weights, um, and that is that is one thing that I miss because naturally because of the pandemic um, even though I believe the gym in our estate is open it, it's just not wise um, yeah. because people are sweating on the equipment and,
2: <laughs> and all of that yeah.
1: so um, yeah I, I miss being go- I think I think um, when once once things calm down a little bit that's one of the first things I'm going to be looking sure. forward to
0: Okay, yeah. And you can always wear your mask and jog around the estate anyway. Just to get that bit of fresh air. It's about the weight. It's (laughs) (laughs) It's about the weight. It's about the muscle. I'm losing muscle oh my gosh don't worry I'm not complaining oh well that's me us mommy mean okay listen let's move on to something different now so I know you promised me a, a, a thorough review of yes. of, of short book Shola, the story of us I know that and thank you and I know it's coming but for those who are listening is there anything you want to say about it because you've read it for now as kind of like a placeholder for when your review will be ready and look if you don't rather not say anything at all to the review that's fine with me but I just said I was going to ask you on this talk
1: sure Uh, I'll talk about I'll talk about so there are three main things that struck me as your son Mm -hmm. especially reading the book and as a general reader I think Mm -hmm. um or rather I would say there were three themes there were three big themes that I still think about the the first theme is is this idea of um, uh, intergenerational like generational blessings and generational curses which is you know Mm -hmm. a heavy handed way of just saying like patterns of behavior passed down from one generation in the family to another Mm -hmm. Um, you know there were many I won't give out spoilers but um, there were there were parts of the book where I think knowing you and then Mm -hmm. reading things from your childhood about um, grandpa and and grandma like you know uh, I was like I can Mm -hmm. see why I can see why Mm -hmm. maybe you behave that way um, or yeah. or why you, you feel a particular way about particular things, um, mm-hmm. and um, so so that 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 was the first that was the first big theme. Um, you know, is is that kind of on one hand? So it's it's I think it it was a call to be aware of how the people who might have raised you or influenced you when you were younger might influence how you're behaving today and make the conscious decision yeah. to either continue with what you yeah. feel you might have absorbed from them or actively begin to make a change towards um, yeah. the personality that you'd rather be so that that was the first big thing okay. was um, I love that. Mm-hmm. you know taking control over over um, I guess o- over your destiny from from. Mm-hmm. your family lineage uh, so the, the yeah not just
0: accepting that that's the way we are in my family or exactly. something like that just yeah
1: right yeah I, I
0: really am glad that you picked that i'm glad yeah. what else uh
1: so the, the the second big theme was was this theme of of um overcoming grief and over overcoming traumatic experiences Right. Yeah. Um, you know, so the, the, there were parts of the book that were very sad and sad things happening. And, mm. you know, even even some things that are still unresolved till today. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: On many things, even that are un, un, yeah. un, 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 unresolved. You know, in the, in the book, the two instances yeah. of family members who have passed away or three instances of family members who passed away under suspicious circumstances um, with no resolution. Um, You know, which in one family is a lot. (laughs) One is too many. Um, You know, and and uh, being able to first of all continue to remember the people positively. Yeah.
2: um,
1: and, And two choosing instead to say okay this sad thing has happened and yes mm-hmm. it might be unresolved in the physical in the sense mm-hmm. that okay maybe the the culprit quote unquote hasn't been arrested mm-hmm. or whatever but what can i learn mm-hmm. what can i learn from this yeah. right you know so exactly. um i you know I, I know i said i wouldn't do spoilers but just to, no don't to, do
0: spoilers this oh. is plenty oh i should okay
1: okay okay i won't do spoilers no but, but don't
0: do spoilers don't
1: you know, there was that. The, the, I think that that was a very powerful theme, um, mm-hmm. that that really struck me. Um, and and yeah. the third, the third theme, which was mm-hmm. I think kind of a meta theme, and I, uh, in part because I got a peek behind the scenes to watch you while you were writing the book, is the importance of just writing things down, and documenting your life and yeah. documenting your memories in the moment. And, yeah. um, and, and how important reflection is to healing. Right? I think, especially in Nigeria, where because of our cultural environment here, many people have been incredibly traumatized. Within mm-hmm. their families,
0: can right? You can say that again. You know,
1: mm-hmm. in in a, in a range of ways, right? Even you know, the emotionally in all sorts of ways, um, and a lot of people, I think, a lot of the manifestations of indiscipline and antisocial behavior that we see in the public, from our politicians at the top all the way down to just regular people on the street, mm-hmm. boil down to like. I think the deep insecurities and traumas and wounds that people have, and if we had a more, Absolutely. if we had more of a culture of reflection um, and writing mm. things down, not necessarily to share, mm-hmm. but just writing it down, I think a lot of people mm-hmm. would be able to heal. And I see, I saw you heal over the course of yeah. writing the book, right?
2: Yeah,
1: I um, and I see you now. You're like. Definitely a much more balanced person than maybe two years ago when some of these things were like a little bit fresher um, and,
0: Yes, so yes, alright.
1: Yeah, and and so that that was something I took away, and I mean, I I now actually soon soon after I read the book, I started journaling frequently. I downloaded an app, and I just uh, I journal every day. And I think what I'm going to be, what I think I'll, I'll enjoy very much is so there are two kinds of reflection, right? there's mm-hmm. the reflection like your book is where you've written something with in hindsight right yes after the fact um uh, but mm-hmm. what what would have been even more interesting would be if you could write in hindsight in conversation yeah. with writing that you did in the moment um wow. you know to be able to see oh this is what i was actually thinking if in that moment. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and this is how yeah. I think now because then I think the growth would become more obvious.
0: Obvious, um, you're
1: right. You know, so but yeah, so those those three big themes, the you know, taking control of your life, um taking responsible mm-hmm. um for taking on or not taking on your family behavior patterns. The second mm-hmm. the, the, the second was um healing, uh you know through, A
2: reflection
1: through, no no healing through reflection was the last one the, the second was grief, okay. overcoming grief Indeed. Um, mm-hmm.
2: you
1: know and um learning taking the learnings out of traumatic situations
0: yeah. wow i cannot wait to read your review then if this is all you're just telling us here on the soul talks so I know you're very busy with EvolveCredit.co, so no problem. Whenever you give me the review will be a good time. But thanks for sharing those thoughts on Shirley's book. I'm sure she'll be down. She'll be up there in heaven saying, "Wow, that's my nephew! You go, AK." no Shirley. <laughs> she's. I, I think I'm noisy, but she's noisier than even I am. Anyway, so tell us as we begin to round up this uh, really, really um, you no know, interesting and insightful interview or talk with you if you had a magic wand today a k, that and you could wave it over the planet and fix things what would be the first two or three things you would fix
1: um so if if i could wave a magic wand and change one thing um i think okay so to answer the question i'll give some context for my thought process So I think if you look, if you look throughout history, you'll see that most of society's problems stem down to a very, very small section of society, making decisions for everyone else, um, Mm -hmm. and and decisions that have huge implications. So in in the middle ages or medieval times, it was, you had feudal lords who literally owned the land. They owned, you know, they were called landlords. They owned the land, Mm -hmm. everyone else lived on the land. And so when your landlord decided that he was going to go to war with another landlord, you had no choice. You literally had to go to war, right? Mm. And then move forward a little bit, you know, we had, you know, now you have your president to decide, you know, they, they decide to go to war. We're politicians who mm-hmm. make our policies. Um, and and I think I think most people... Most people, the vast—I mean, you have psychopaths and people at lower levels of consciousness, antisocial people. Mm -hmm. But most people just want to live like a reasonably comfortable life, and and a life that could guarantee some kind of reasonable living standard of living for their children, right? And Mm -hmm. and so most people are not violent. Most people Mm -mm. don't need to be policed in severe ways. Right. So Mm-mm. the, uh, you know, uh, and so the first thing I do probably is I would wave it and, and you know, just vanish from the earth um, certain <laughs> segments of the elite. All right. Because I think at the, at the end of, and, w- and, w- and when I say elite, this is not a, you know, many people might look at us and our family, for example, and, and point to us mm. as being part of the elite in Nigeria. Mm. But mm. W- what I mean is, you know, um, like or rather, maybe may, maybe not eliminate the elite, but change the default structure of society so that yep. it is not a small group of people at the top who are extremely wealthy, billions of dollars, um, a mm. smaller group of people in like the middle-ish class who support those billionaires. And then, like, mm-hmm. a large group of people who are barely making enough money to do anything, anything you know? Yeah. For instance, when, when I think about it, um, it's unf- it, it's it's a little ridiculous to me, for example, that someone's monthly salary could be what I just mm-hmm. spent on Google Ads mm-hmm. for my business. Right?
0: Yeah. Um, sadly. No.
1: You know? Mm-hmm. Um, or... Mm-hmm. Or that what I just spent on Jumia the other day could be, like... Mm-hmm you know the monthly food budget for an entire family i mean like yeah. you know there, 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 there are yeah. lots of things you think about there's nothing you can do but i think at some point yeah. I, or I'm, I'm at the point now in my personal development where i'm beginning to question these things and ask myself why is this so like it doesn't need yeah. i feel like it does a lot of these and you know i spoke to you about this but a lot it doesn't a lot of these things don't need to be you know, yeah. um, uh, I think uh, the other day I shared with you a story about the CEO of a company who mm-hmm. he was paying himself a million dollars every year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He was paying himself a million dollars a year, um, mm-hmm. but his employees were like they they were getting paid like fairly enough to live. And he took a huge pay cut, cut the majority of his of his of his pay, right? And mm-hmm. you can imagine he was probably still paying himself a lot and redistributed mm-hmm. that to his employees just to make it a little bit yeah. fairer. and not only did he see productivity in his business rise but everyone was happier right you know yeah. um and 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 i think that that is like a microcosm for the macro situation where it's kind of like i don't really think anybody needs 10 billion dollars for anything um for what? no you, you know yeah. but but it, it's a sticky question it's a sticky the problem is you can't you can't have that question you can't have this conversation if you don't trust your government on funda- the on the fundamental thing. level right That's um, the thing. because if so like in Nigeria for example it's going to be years before we can talk about redistributive policies or you know or like social welfare yeah. because we don't we mm-hmm. I, we don't trust the politicians to not just steal the money that they will Indeed. get from taxes or Um, but anyway sorry for going on a little rant no
0: no i mean it's fine it's fine and i think i think people who are listening to us and they hear people like you your generation speaking this way it gives us hope so thank you for giving us hope and i know that there's more like you out there and together you guys can change the narrative you can bring to you can bring this change you're talking about to bear in nigeria and in africa so we we who are here we don't know if we would live to see that change but at least for me personally it gives me hope that you are speaking this way and i know that there are more of you out there so now we come kind of like to the close of of, of our talk with you Akan. thank you so much for being here with me and tell us What song would you like us to outro this interview with? What's one of your favorite songs to listen to at the moment? And if I can find it, we'll use it as an outro. One of
1: my favorite songs to listen to? (laughs) This is probably the hardest question. Um, This is the
0: same thing Anir said. Oh my goodness. The
1: whole talk.
0: (laughs) <laughs> wow
1: um,
0: oh goodness
1: if, if,
0: I, I, you can you can take your time and tell me actually and then you can tell me and then people would uh, listen to it when they listen to your talk or is there something come to you?
1: no nothing's coming to you so I, I listen most <laughs> to a lot of the music that I listen to doesn't these days doesn't have any words so it's by obscure instrumentalists and like
0: no, that's fine. You know, if you can tell me, I oh, mean, well, oh. you have a title, right? All you right, I'll, I'll
1: it. share it with you on Apple Music, and you can you can Great. fade it Excellent.
0: out. Excellent. And I can fade it out. That's yeah. that's it. So thank thank you so much. I really appreciate it because I know this is not really your comfort zone, you and your your sister. But I I really appreciate you both doing this for me. Aneka we know loves this kind of things. But for you guys, I know it was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Do you have any final last words?
1: Uh, I just want to say thank you uh, thank you for interviewing me on your platform I think and I want to say that like this this is awesome uh, you might not realize it or it might not feel like it because we're all very chill in the house but I, I learned yeah. as like last year that there's actually quite a robust following of people who listen to your talks regularly um, and <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't want to use the (laughs) C word. I don't want to use the celebrity word, but it's like, it's a lot of people. Um, And I've met people, you know, it's happened more, it's happened enough time for me to notice where I've met people and they put two and two together and like, oh, your mom is salt. And I'm like, I'm looking at them like, what, i had to go <laughs> listen to some of these talks because <laughs> i was like what are you <laughs> and
0: now you're on one so right. yes thank you jesus thank yeah, you thank so you much Mark, and i'm super proud of you and honestly um the god has gone ahead of you and i'm confident of it and i use you as a point of contact to every young adult that will listen to this or every every parent listening to this that you know that as long as you, you put God at the center of all you're doing, the sky it will just be the beginning for you. And um, I'm just standing here waiting to cheer you on. I love you so much, and um, thank you for coming.
1: I love you too, mommy.
0: Oh, perfect ending. <laughs> Over and out. Right. <laughs> all right, guys. That was my firstborn son talking with us. I hope you enjoyed it. A lot of deep things he shared with us. I've learned quite a lot, you know. But. I- So how about that guys? Wasn't that an insightful salt talks with with my first bond son my FBS, i can i was i'm so i'm so proud of myself for holding myself back from just like screaming and yelling hallelujah every time he said something but i mean i was i'm i'm really pleased with what god is doing in his life and i hope that um in one way or the other you got something from that talk because we learn from the next generation you know we have to be humble enough to learn from these guys And, um, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to talk to my children this way and get to know what's going on in, inside their heads. And I hope that in one way or the other, like I said, that, um, you were blessed. So there you have it. Salt Talks with FPS and, um, it's a wrap. Who's going to be our next guest? Hmm. da, 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 da. You will know when the talk goes live for now. It's, it's been a pleasure bringing this soul talks um, with to you. And I will talk to you again soon. Take care, stay lifted, and hold fast to your saltiness. And um, like I said last time, just ask God. He's ready to help you find the real light the same way AK is finding real light to shine upon the earth, to shine upon the people at this time. God bless you. Over and out tell me what you think send me a word send me a dm encourage ak send him what you thought about what he, what he shared with you so i can forward it to him i'm sure it would encourage him as well god bless you bye